0: Hey friends, welcome back to It Takes a Village, a podcast of Healing Hands International. If, uh, if you've been tuned in uh, to us for any amount of time, you know that we like to spotlight people who are serving and working in different fields and sectors. And one of those are our international partners who we lock arms with in ministry. And today we are bringing you an interview with John Dubay who's been our country coordinator in Zimbabwe since 2015. And in this role, John oversees and directs and coordinates just all the work that Healing Hands does while managing our team of four, uh, the staff on the ground there in Zimbabwe. So a few weeks ago, our very own Art Woods and Joseph Smith traveled to Zimbabwe to visit John and others just to love on and encourage them and their work. And we ask Art to sit down and have an interview with John so that we could bring it to you here on the podcast. So our hope is that it gives you some insight from one of our valuable partners on the ground. So here is Art's conversation with John Dubé.
1: Okay, I'm here today with uh, John Dubé in Zimbabwe and John is our country coordinator for Healing Hands International and um, I first met John in 2019 but he began really with Healing Hands prior to that. So John tell us a little bit about your background before you came to Healing Hands International and then maybe how you got involved with us.
2: Well uh, thank you for coming to Zimbabwe. Actually I started working with Healing Hands in 2015 but before 2015 actually I attended a workshop and uh, that was in 2011 and it was funded by Healing Hands International through Southwest Church of Christ and uh, this was uh, through also an, an initiative by Southwest Church of Christ through Daniel Goodyear. So after that uh, workshop in 2011 I was engaged with him by Southwest Church of Christ South West Church of Christ in America support some congregations in Zimbabwe. So actually they had a plan to start what they call uh, nutritional gardens. Since most of those congregations whom they were supporting they have feeding programs. And they were also sending drought relief uh, every, uh, every year. So instead of continuing with the drought relief uh, funding, they thought of uh, engaging the, ch- the church to be involved in uh, drip irrigation uh, gardening. So I started working with the uh, southwest with the uh, congregations in Zimbabwe, uh, training them in agri- gardening, uh, installing uh, drip irrigation, uh, but. Actually, before that, uh, I attended a two-year training in agriculture in Zambia, that was two, 2006 and 2007. So then I came back to Zimbabwe and started working with Ichigodora Church of Christ. So the time I was uh, also engaged with the Southwest, I was already working with Ichigodora Church of Christ, uh, also I was in knowledge in agriculture. So uh, after probably working with Southwest for some time, uh, that's how actually Healing Hands also came. Uh, I think that this should be uh, in 2015. They got reference of myself from uh, Daniel Gude. And this is how I was linked to Healing Hands. So when they come back, uh, I happened to meet them, <coughs> Sakuba Church of Christ, and uh, we talked, uh, and I expressed my interest to work with Healing Hands, and uh, this is how it uh, all started. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, actually, mm, the major activity started in 2016, but we I I, I, think I first met the Healing Hands team in 2015. So you started
1: doing garden training, and that's what you were doing when you first started with Healing Hands, correct? Correct, yes. We only started with the uh, garden training. Garden training and two-day
2: workshops. And that that used to be five, and now it was two days. Yes, it used to be five, but when uh, actually I started with Healing Hands myself, it was now two days. Yes. 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 So you did those for a number of years, and then tell us a
1: little bit how that has changed, and then what your current position and role is with Healing Hands here in Zimbabwe.
2: Yes, we started with uh, the, the two-day, uh, by then we were just calling the survivor gardening uh, uh, workshops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we started with the two-day uh, training workshops uh, and this will only involve training the uh, farmers uh, either from the community or This may be community gardens or individuals who come together, and we train them. We train them in drip irrigation, train them in in uh, raised bed uh, making, compost making, uh, and other uh, gardening techniques such as uh, uh, mulching, planting, and uh, transplanting. Then, uh, as we as we go on. Uh, And the need was also arising that after training, there was a yes, we could train the people, but there had some challenges. And these challenges were such as uh, water. We could train them, yes, but then they don't have water. We could also train uh, others, they have water, but now their gardens are not secure. And uh, this was uh, another emu that Healing Hands later looked at and now started uh, looking at ways to help uh, probably uh, have a holistic approach to uh, our initiative so that the training itself is effective and has impact. So Healing Hands started funding uh, uh, fencing material purchase and then also the drilling of water wells and these water wells were not only meant for community gardens but were also meant to benefit the whole community in some way. So that's uh, where some developments that also came as we uh, go. Then also the other issue was uh, we were just training, training, training and sometimes uh, not making follow-ups. Yes to see whether the trainings were effective and whether the those trained were buying the idea or were putting that into practice. And the, uh, this is when the idea of making follow-up uh, uh, one day follow-up training workshops was uh, brought. And the, the follow-ups would mean that we are in a other way making a an assessment uh an evaluation to see whether the training itself was effective was put into practice and has yes, the impact to the those trained so uh it was not just a matter of also just going to the place where we did the training and see but we decided that it should be a whole day event and what was involved and what is involved in that one day follow-up is uh, training them again in uh, garden maintenance and care. Uh, Like I always uh, use when I do this, that uh, God, you see, gave two tasks to men. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 that uh, the man has to take care or to till the land and keep it. Till the land and keep it. So the two-day workshop usually is meant to train them in gardening techniques. That is the tilling part. Then the one-day follow-up is meant is meant to train them in how to take care of the garden and the uh, uh, that's his maintenance and care, garden maintenance care. So that's the taking care part of the two uh, tasks that God gave to men. Yes. So that's how the one-day follow-up was brought about uh, as a way of assessing uh, the impact of our t- two-day initial uh, training.
1: Yes. And your current position now with us at Healing Hands in Zimbabwe is
2: what, John? Yes, uh, I started just working as a trainer, yes, a country trainer and uh, as time goes I'm glad that healing ends, Uh, uh, yeah it's promotion (laughs) in disguise, upgraded my position to uh, the country uh, coordinator, country director Uh, and uh, that's the position that I have and I'm glad I'm working with also other trainers. At the moment.
1: Yes, so you're overseeing all the work that Healing Hands is
2: doing in the country of Zimbabwe. Yes, yes. indeed.
1: And it's indeed. becoming a bigger and bigger task.
2: <laughs> indeed, it's becoming a, 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 a bigger task, and I'm glad that Healing Hands is also considering helping me try to, to offload some of the things so that the work goes well. Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: So, um, talk to me a little bit about um, how you've seen God working in this. Because I know you personally, um, having trained and, and have such a passion for the local church here, talk to me about how, what you've seen God doing and working through what you're doing with Healing Hands um, in
2: the work you do. Yeah, thank you for the question. I actually... Uh I'm glad that it is a healing and mission uh, to help people help themselves and uh, equip uh, aid equip and empower those in need and especially in the name of uh, jesus christ uh that they can they can also feel or uh, experience god's love so now uh yes. I see that the equation uh, of God. God wanted, God indeed wanted people to have something to eat physically. God want people to feed themselves also spiritually. So I see God working through healing hands. Uh, God working through healing hands and working through myself, uh, reaching His people in a way that. Uh, Throughout these years, as we were working, I was working and sometimes with the churches in Zimbabwe, we'll sometime we could drill bowls for churches, we could drill bowls for communities, in places where the church is. In that way, I could see uh, probably uh, that The drilling of the bowl or the provision of water in that area helps people see how God uh, uh, works through us, how good uh, uh, God is to them. Some churches numerically grew, and uh, some uh, areas where there was no churches, people started feeling that they also need the spiritual water, they need the Word of God. And uh, I've seen that in areas like Bikita where there was no church, today there is, a, there is the church. But it is through what Healing Hands has been doing and God has worked uh, His way through Healing Hands and what we have been doing. Mm.
1: What well, What do you like, what do you love or like the most about your work John? What brings you
2: the greatest joy? Uh, Actually, what brings me the greatest joy is uh, probably one, uh, seeing the impact of what I am doing. And this impact I am seeing from uh, probably uh, the lives of people being uplifted, changed from, uh, uh, probably, uh, point A to point B or more, Mm. Uh, seeing, probably, uh, those without hope having Mm. hope, and that alone, When especially when people are now giving testimonies, Mm. and telling their sad past or beginnings, And the the joyful uh, state at the moment, they have food, they have water, they have the word of God, they have Jesus. And that alone brings me joy. Mm. Yes. Mm. What are the
1: challenges that you face in the work you do? Not not every day is perfect. Not every situation works out. So what are the challenges that you face um, here in the work?
2: yeah yeah of course uh challenges are always there, and uh, some of these challenges uh they they' actually the valid uh, there are some places where we get reception very well, and uh, there are some places after you do the training. You discover that people who uh, implement the, tra- the, the 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 training or the teaching, uh, but there are some places where people don't implement. Uh, you have twelve or uh, two days working hard, but there is no reciprocating from the people. They don't implement what you teach. Then also at times we are. Uh, for all these years, I know people have seen uh, the goodness, they felt the impact of our trainings, of our initiatives, our interventions as healing ends, and the the demand is so overwhelming it, that a lot of proposals requests is, is so big. But at times, the challenge may be that you cannot be able to help every uh, situation or every request. Or the funding at times may be not be enough, or the time itself may not be enough. Huh. And uh, those are some of the uh, challenges, but uh, actually, uh, to me, they are not uh, challenges that probably that can hinder the work. Of course, but these are some of the minor challenges that we need. Then maybe we can talk about uh, things like uh, health issues. There may be also challenges sometimes. You know, as a human being, as a somebody growing, you develop a lot of uh, health challenges. Those are also challenges. Mm-hmm. Then family as well, you have also other uh issues to attend if we should relate to uh, uh, the family as well, uh, then probably other challenges may be uh, related to uh, technical, uh, you know, you, uh, you have to reach to so many people at times, but we face challenges like it. Uh, issues with to do with the network in Zimbabwe, that's the major challenge. <laughs> you want to write reports, you don't have network, <laughs> you don't have electricity, uh, you need to travel so that you go and uh, get network. So those are the challenges, times you may not be able to uh, send reports in time. Yeah. Yeah, very good. So. I have two more questions. The first one is: do you, What if, if
1: you could, if you could dream about what you would like to see, Healing Hands work become in Zimbabwe? What do you have a vision for what you would like to see, eventually done here or accomplished? If you, if you had time to think
2: about that. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I'm so happy about what we you've done so far is healing hands. And what healing hands is so far done in Zimbabwe in uh, uh, improving the livelihood of people uh, in general, individually, institutions as well. Uh, uh, but uh, I I still feel like there is more to be done. Uh, for instance, healing hands at the moment, uh, there are some uh, areas where probably uh, getting ourselves involved in those areas may be difficult to go th- uh, to, save through uh, easily. We are currently operating uh, in some areas under uh, the uh, umbrella name of Sakuba Relief Organization sometime under the uh, umbrella or uh, under the uh, arm as an arm of the Church of Christ. But I I am uh, of the opinion that if healing ends could be uh, registered uh, ended on its own either uh, under a different name uh, that could do give healing hands an open free platform uh, to do more work without uh, some of the stringent or restrictions Uh, and uh, besides also i feel like uh, healing hands uh, having even an office where we can operate uh, yes, I, you know, like I'm operating from my home where I say there's usually at most there's no network. <laughs> I'm close to Mutare's town where we can also have an office. But we can only do that if we go through the registration process and we have everything there. So I feel like the ground is, is there's vast opportunity but all the, this need also to regularise some of the things uh, so that healing hands can do a lot. But all the same, our government is realising some sections of the uh, uh, country, uh, we have been recognised as we as healing hands as we are. And uh, there's a lot to happen, uh, which is, we are, we are doing there and we are being appreciated even by government officials.
1: Yeah, so, um, one last question. If you had a message that you wanted to send back to those in the United States that uh, are funding and making the work possible, talk to them just a minute about what would you say to them if you if they were sitting with us here in Zimbabwe and seeing
2: the work. What would you say to them? Uh, actually, I would say... Uh Their efforts in uh, sending funding to Zimbabwe, funding a number of projects in Zimbabwe, is not in vain. Uh, There is a lot happening. More lives have been and are still being saved, physically and spiritually. Uh, uh, the impact itself is so huge and beyond uh, doubt and uh, I really thank individuals, institutions and the churches that are uh, supporting us in Zimbabwe and uh, I want to say this is true love that you have shown to to us, to the people of Zimbabwe. And uh, the people of Zimbabwe are thanking you a lot for all that you have been doing in sending funding, in buying, uh, uh, in funding drilling of water wells, uh, buying uh, in-country food, uh, sending clothes and uh, other things, and not also mention, uh, forgetting to mention the uh, uh, women micro uh, projects that have also been uh, uh, funded in Zimbabwe.
1: John, we appreciate you so much and what you're doing here. It It is always inspiring for me to come and just to see the impact you're having. And I tell people this often that there was one thing that I could do would be to bring everybody that supports this ministry to this place. Because if you ever have a doubt that that the work is being done, that it's good, and that there's an impact being made in the lives of people and in the church, um, then you need to see the work that's being done here. And a lot that is largely in part due to you and your leadership and what you've done to make that happen and um, the encouragement you bring to those around you. And um, we just are grateful that we're able to be here and to see it and hopefully take part of you back with us um, through this podcast.
2: Thank you very much.
0: John is such a humble, energetic leader, and... He just has this great passion for the people of Zimbabwe to help them both physically and, most important, spiritually. So just talk about a jack-of-all-trades. Uh, John Dubay is both a trained preacher and a farmer, both that are very demanding professions no matter where you call home. But John does such a fantastic job with both. And when I asked Art to give me a snapshot of John, he said his greatest joy is sharing the story of Jesus and being a part of making life better for those he serves. So we hope you enjoyed us pulling back the curtain and hearing from somebody who you might have seen or read about in our newsletters or emails or on social media in that conversation that Art had with John. So and also just as we close out, an update from headquarters here in Nashville. We've just had a lot of staff traveling recently. Um Art and Joe in Zimbabwe, Jana Owen, Cindy Herring, Burt Nowers were in Ukraine last month. Uh, Jessica just got home from India last week, and right now, even as we record, Elisa and Grace are in Malawi, um, coming home later this week. So we're just grateful for Traveling Mercies, and we seek your prayers uh, for those that are still out, and as we continue to travel uh, the rest of the year. So, Alright, if you're a long-time listener or just somebody stopping by for the first time, keep tuning in as we try to drop new episodes every two weeks. And if somebody comes to mind, just share it with a friend uh, who you think might be encouraged or who might want to know more about the work of Healing Hands. And finally, how about we give this episode ending shout out to our president, Art Woods, who did a great job interviewing John. Art's been leading Healing Hands for almost six years now, going back to December of 2016 when he came on board as president. So if you want to learn more about Art and his role, his story, go back and listen to episode 1. We have a staff of more than 20 people uh, and Art just really casts the vision and he executes strategy and does a lot of things behind the scenes that nonprofit executives do that nobody ever sees on the surface. So Art, thanks a bunch for being our captain. So all right, until next time folks, we'll see you.